Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is The Clean Slate Podcast. And today we are going to be talking about the new Spider-Man. Spider-Verse, baby. Honestly, isn't it crazy that the first Spider-Verse movie is better than every MCU Spider-Man movie? (laughs) Yes. Like, obviously, the most recent one is good because of the... Or not good, I'm not going to say it's good. Is entertaining because of fan service. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you. Spider-Verse is like a great movie. Miles Morales catapults across the multiverse where he encounters a team of spider people charged with protecting its very existence. When the heroes clash on how to handle a new threat, Miles must redefine what it means to be a hero. Yeah, folks, we uh, we just did this. I watched it in theaters. Daniel pirated it. Or did you buy it? No, I bought it. Okay. No, I, I... So, this movie came out literally right when Knightley was born. It came out, like, a day before. Yeah, it would have been hard to... Yeah, and Rebecca was in labor for 42 hours, so there's no way You'd I was like, able Rebecca, to I'll be this. right back. Right. I gotta go watch Spider-Verse. <laughs> Rebecca actually... You did the responsible thing. She actually did say I could go see it, but I was like, nah, that, I feel While weird While in labor, about she that. said that? No, 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 like, after Knightley was born. She was like, you can go see it, babe. I'm oh, like, babe, yeah. I'm not gonna leave you in our, like couple day old baby to go see she was testing you probably (laughs) she was testing you anyway guys so this movie is just stacked with it's so good dude people and the uh, cast is huge so we have um brian tyree henry who plays jeff morales he's a pretty famous actor we have Haley steinfield who plays gwen stacy jake johnson who is nick miller from new girl he plays peter b parker oscar isaac who is miguel o'hara we have Daniel Kaluuya, who plays Hobby Brown. Sorry, hold on. Let me yeah. say that again. Daniel Kaluuya, who plays Hobby Brown, who is, um, what is it? Spider-Punk. Is it Hobby or Hobie? I think it's Hobie. It's Hobie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Hobie. That, Hobie that Brown. part, you need subtitles. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Karen Sony, who, if you don't know, he plays um, Dopinder from Deadpool, the cab yeah. driver. <laughs> I love that's like one of the best like Marvel characters ever. But then you have like Mahershal Ali who plays Uncle Aaron. Mm-hmm. You have Andy Samberg who plays Ben Riley. Like, oh, you have J.K. Simmons. I'm glad we got this. more Uncle Aaron. Donald Glover. Yeah, you have just so many people Shabique who have been in the Spider Verse. Who plays Miles? You can't forget the man himself. The well, yeah, of course. But in my opinion. He's not in too many other things that he would be well known in besides no, Wu Tang. You know him from Spider Verse. Dope, which Dope yeah. is a oh, pretty Dope's good, good movie. Um, uh, we have the same kind of directing team, producer team back. So obviously, this is more like obviously there's directors, there's three directors, but this is more Phil Lord and Christopher Miller's baby. They're yeah. producers on it, but it's their baby. Let's be honest. Um, so anyway. Um, they yeah, can't do you, go wrong with this. They, do you want to give them a rundown to explain this? Because this is this is wild. Um, for me, I, I kind of explained it like this. This is a part one, which who knows when we'll get a part yes. two because of... Four years from now. Yeah, really, because of the um, 
writer strike that's going on right now. But it does set up a lot of things, and it does leave it on a really intense cliffhang- cliffhanger that you just are. I mean, to me, I was I'm very ready. upset. But yeah, yeah, I wanted to come out tomorrow. <laughs> there's also a Spider Woman movie that's supposed to be coming out, so I'm assuming that's going to be oh, incredibly nice. delayed. Yeah, I'm sure. But anyways, yeah. So the main plot we have Miles. Well, the plot kind of. I would say this movie. It is a part one of two for sure. But if you follow Spider Gwen or Gwen Stacy's story through this, um, that's kind of where you get your complete arc. Her learning to accept herself. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But Basically, she ends up running away from this hard situation of her father finding out that she's been Spider-Woman. And he happens to also be, like, a cop. So there's the whole... And he thinks she's, like, a serial killer, basically. So there's this whole dynamic there. And instead of facing that situation, she ends up running away with some other Spider-People, such as Spider-Man 2099 uh, or Miguel O'Hara and then Jessica Drew, which is Spider-Woman. So they run away do their thing and so she's running from her responsibility basically and then we get miles story which he misses gwen he has a thing for her he misses the other spider people because he's the only superhero in his world that we know of at least and it's kind of a bummer for him and basically he's reintroduced to this world uh once gwen is investigating this character known as the spot which he wants to be miles like nemesis because he just sucks at being a villain and Miles is also kind of struggling with being a superhero in school stuff. So he ends up fighting this spot guy who wants revenge and basically is able to supercharge himself and destroy the whole multiverse. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's kind of the main plot. There's more to it. There's stuff going on with Miles, like, not actually supposed to be a spider character or a Spider-Man. That was an accident that should have never happened. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Um, there's, I think there's going to be more to that storyline in the next movie, though, Yes. to be honest. We're waiting for that to happen still. Yeah, that's basically the gist of it. That's um, all I got. Okay, cool. So I think for this one, it's obviously not as great as the first, but I think it does do better than the first in a lot of different ways. Um, so like in the first one, there's pretty notable good soundtrack like overall mm-hmm. i think there was like hits that came out of the first one like i'm not scared oh, yeah. or um the one with i think Post the Malone. soundtrack in this one's pretty good it's good but it's just different um yeah i think so i uh like Alyssa's little sister yeah legit will just listen to the spider-verse soundtrack and that's it like that's her jam right now oh. so like I think the younger generation might be hitting off more of this one than our generation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that is no like worth talking about is the differences between the theatrical versions and the digital versions. So for the most part, a lot it's of so people minor. know is 11 things that people like. They've changed literally 11. It's like minor things. No, it's like they. Well, okay. Yeah, they're minor things. They're not obviously plot deterring, but like. They're just things of like it's it's why like why. So well, the first you know one when it first came out. Remember there was issues when the movie first came out with the sound. Uh, I did not know that. The initial version that was shipped to theaters, you couldn't hear the dialogue like barely at all. Oh wait, yeah, I did hear about submit that. Submit it. 
Yeah. So like when we watched it, you couldn't hear the sound. Like you could, but it was like very, very quiet. Yeah. So, yeah, there's 11 different things. So there's Miguel O'Hara and Gwen Stacy's first interaction. Um, Gwen Stacy makes fun of Miguel O'Hara at the beginning at the film. And she's as she tries to guess with um, what superhero he is. Gwen asks if Spider-Man is Blue Panther, to which um, futuristic variant answers. That's funny. This particular exchange does not happen at all in the Across the Spider-Verse version currently in theaters. Um, There is one where Miguel asks Lila for backup. Another one about the vulture scene. Jefferson fights the spot. The spot's dialogue during his introduction. The spot's dialogue during the hologram sequence. Miles Morales' dialogue in the Chai-T sequence. The scene where Gwen looks for uh, Miles in the rubble. One of the other ones is Ben Riley's dialogue when he fights Miles Morales. It says that um, the dialogue when briefly cap when he briefly captures Miles Morales to inspire society escape. Um, he says, "I've got you trapped in my well-defined masculature, so don't even." And then in the other version, Ben Riley says, "This is one. This this one is called." The sleeper holder. I'm using my bicep to constrict your, and then Miles escapes. And then the very last one is Mary Jane's dialogue when Peter uh, Parker comes back. It says Peter Parker returns home from Spider Society with Mayday. In one um, of the Across the Spider Verse versions, Peter is welcomed by Mary Jane with "Hi, huh?" before she asks him how his work. In another one version. There is no hi-ha, and Mary Jane asks Peter how his work as soon as he enters the scene. The outcome is the same, with Peter deciding not to mention his Spider Society adventures with Mayday. So it's just, like, random. So I, I just really want to know what it so what it is. I looked it up, and I guess there was an international version of the film that was made, like, two months before the original version came out. Yeah. And so I guess there was, like, oh, let's just tweak some of the animation. And I guess when they were tweaking the animation, they just used different lines that they already had recorded to make it a better more polished movie like they just wanted to look better so maybe those yeah. scenes look different and they're like well, let's just use this other dialogue since we're reanimating it anyways but i believe one of the producers jokes saying like it's like a multiverse movie so there's multiple versions anyways <laughs> yeah that could be that could be interesting it's just weird because there's such minor there's just such minor changes yeah but like, there's like a really lot matter. of them. no of course they don't matter but there's just a lot of minor changes where people are like, wait, this is different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. But anyway, okay, so let's get into likes and dislikes. Yeah. So overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked the new spider characters that were introduced. I did miss some of the old group a little bit. Uh we didn't get no Nick Cage in this movie. Yeah. Spider Noir was out. Which is a bummer, but it looks like he will possibly be in part three so we'll see no john mulaney either Uh, yeah but then there was just moments though that really just hit me like it was Mm -hmm. so funny but also so sweet so like as far as like the sweet moments or these bittersweet moments were with miles and his parents i think the parents are written so well in this and especially the father figure his dad and his relationship with his uncle aaron is just like they expand on where the last film left off to even more yeah to where I don't know there's other movies you see that are literally made for adults where they don't even talk about any of the characters at all like they don't matter they're just there for to serve the plot yeah but these characters matter and, and even though they're not super important to like the multiverse or whatever they matter because Miles those are his parents and he yeah. loves them and they love him so that it, 
it's kind of interesting there. But then also, there's just these really great, funny moments. Like, we get uh, the Lego Spider-Man. I was dying <laughs> yes. in the theater. Alyssa looked at me. She's like, can you not laugh so hard at Lego Spider-Man? But then she started laughing because they're like, oh, he's one of our best men. And it's like a little Lego dude running around, <laughs> which I guess that was animated by, like, some 11-year-old somewhere really? or something. That's hilarious. Super wild. But I loved that scene and just like we have like a t-rex spider-man that comes flying yeah. through the screen like there's just so many like it's little hilarious. things that are so funny but then there's also references to like a million comic books like it's it was almost impossible for me to just sit there and like i had to turn off part of my brain because i'm like yeah. i can't focus on cameos or references because it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah exactly but they definitely put a lot of love into it the animators in that big chase scene they spent i think a ton of time animating that but yeah, I don't know. I just I just like that they took the time to research the comic books, but also make it their own, where it doesn't feel like a rehash of something we've seen before. Yeah, and it feels very different than the first film too. Mm-hmm. So I of don't, course, it doesn't feel like a rehash. It worked really well. I think as a sequel, standalone sequel, even. I think that this movie really plays to like a whole. Um, what is it called? Like a belonging theme. Like, do I belong here? Yeah. Is this, am I chosen? Like, did something happen by mistake? And that's kind of what you feel in throughout the entire movie. They do really good at keeping the theme in just about every sequence or or, or every Spider-Man, every spider character that there is. Like, yeah. even Peter B. Parker, he kind of has a belonging theme to him. Gwen Stacy for sure does have one because it's just her and her oh, dad. Yeah. And they have a really good united... Um, sequence again and that one actually made me tear up i was like wow that is pretty wholesome i know i teared up a couple times in this movie and i was like dang well and then like Alyssa's dad is uh he's a police officer so she was like she's like man i could relate to some of it like it was like really sweet to see her reaction to this movie too and it's great i feel like the whole um even like with the spider punk character him being like on the outsides of things and he actually gets miles and like wants him mm-hmm. to rebel against the system of the spider people. And like, yeah. I don't know it. It's, there's just so many like little heartwarming moments with all these characters. Even if you're just now getting to know them, like the Indian Spider-Man um, mm-hmm. has um, this whole crazy yeah. story arc. And you're like, I kind of love this character. He's only <laughs> in the movie for maybe 15 minutes. And I'm like, I want to see yeah. more of his adventure. And um, I will say there's been a lot of hate towards my boy, my boy Miguel. Um, oh yeah, I'm pro Miguel. He's my favorite Spider-Man. He's at the end the of um, the first Spider-Man, right? The first one. The uh, what is yeah, it called? Like setting it up into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah, I love Spider-Man 2099. Uh, one of my first comic books was given to me by my cousin Joshua. It was the first issue of that. Oh wow, nice. Um, so I like I love his character. Obviously, they made some drastic changes. But just let him redeem himself in the second movie, okay? It's going to happen, I hope. <laughs> Watch me be wrong. Watch him become, like, a straight villain. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just like, wait, what? Right. Um, yeah, and I he, think... There's so many hate, haters of him. I'm like, just give him a chance. Give right. him a chance, please. Yeah, um, I think... He destroyed an entire planet on accident. An entire reality. Yeah, that's true. He definitely did. Um, overall, I... I really, really did love this movie. It's like a 9 out of 10 for me. This is like, you know, top tier, good storytelling, Oh, oh yeah, good themes. There's like good characters in it. And I think the one thing that they did really well in is the, the banter between 
damn near every spider-man character mm-hmm. that there is because during you'll the whole pick up on new stuff with each yeah exactly I, I definitely want to rewatch this already but um the like the, <laughs> all just the sidelines that they say during the whole chase scene when they're trying to get to miles morales like when, what was <laughs> when he says um and he's like, you didn't really think this through. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, all your spider people are out here chasing me. And then he's like, and there's nobody left at the whatever place. And then Peter B. Parker goes, oh, yeah. oh wow, he really did think this through. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think that there is like there's so much good writing in this. And one thing I would actually do kind of to hit your point a little bit about the parents is that you're right. A lot of the parents are always there to serve for the plot rather than to be a yeah. part of the character's life. And I think that's something that we actually miss in a lot of movies is that parents, majority of the time, whether you like it or not, shape your life in some way or another. Like even if they're not there, that's forming your life. And even if that you're there, if even if they are there, then they influence your life in a certain oh, yeah. way. And I think it does a really good job on how parents are parents but they're also not perfect and they really hit on that topic and that they like yeah. the love kind of surpasses rules for that uh there for miles exactly and um so well, and even i think you it can was see pretty wholesome positive that. traits from both parents being passed on down to miles exactly using that in this world ending situation yeah I also felt a little homesick, too, when he was like, I just want to go home because he, you know, ultimately is trying to save his dad from being murdered, just like every other Spider-Man that has lost their father figure because it's the canon event. Like, (laughs) oh, yeah. Um, Montage. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So but I was feeling like really feeling for miles because I was like, dude, this kid literally was just trying to follow Gwen. And now he's in this whole new world and universe in the spider society. And he just wants to go home to save his dad. And um, I don't know. It was just like pretty, it, it hits you in the, the emotional strings for sure. <laughs> yeah, it really does. But this movie is amazing. Honestly, if yeah. part two sticks the landing, this movie will be considered perfect in my book almost. Yeah, honestly, this this trilogy will be considered perfect in my opinion. Cause, but it has to stick that landing. If it doesn't stick the landing, yeah. it's going to sour this movie for me. Because right now, my view is based off of if this next movie is really good. Yeah. It's kind of like with Dune. If part two doesn't end good and wrap up that story the way it should, I'm going I'm to hate the first one. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous for Dune. Same thing. But um, I'm not. I'm excited. I'm very excited, but I'm nervous equally. <laughs> I've seen your worm costume. I'll show you my worm. You keep talking. <laughs> Carson, we have to end this episode. Yes, I have seen it. <laughs> I know. Good job. You made it. We'll post that on post that on your thing, on our social. Okay. We're going to do a photo shoot, actually, because we have to get rid of it, because there's no room in this house for yeah. a giant worm costume. <laughs> Um, anyway, the only thing I hated about this movie, well, I didn't hate it, but it just got really exhausting, is 2099's the theme music. <laughs> Every time he, I loved it and at now, first. Okay, but now I hear it all over TikTok, too. Oh, yeah. Worse. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, is that how it goes? Um, but other than that, I mean, even Spot, his character, was hilarious, too. Like when he's, oh, he's first trying to rob villain. the bank. He has a great storyline. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not trying. It's actually not robbing you. It's robbing the bank. 
<laughs> he's like, yeah, a, that's my thought process. Yeah. So it was, I think overall, it's such a good movie. Really enjoyed it. Gwen Stacy's intro kind of went on a little bit long for me. Okay, but her world is so cool because it has all those watercolors going yeah. on. Rebecca was looking at it. She was like, is the whole movie look like this? I was like, no, it's Gwen Stacy. She's in another world right now. So it's probably because they use so like many different animation techniques with this movie. And they really went hard because every Spider-Man is animated differently, which is really cool. I also have to say um, the movie they made right before this, that was, it was almost like a test run um, for this animation style. Mm -hmm. What was it? It's on Netflix. Oh, what's that movie called? Hang on. Give me a second. Okay. Um, Side note though, the budget for this movie, $150 million. Guess how much they got opening weekend? Opening weekend. Guess. $300 million. Okay. Well, you can't say that. (laughs) No, $120 million opening weekend. And worldwide gross right now is $684 million. So they've almost got – they're halfway to a billion dollars right now for this film. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. They should re-release it with extra footage because I'd go watch it again. Yeah. Oh, 100%. They could probably get to $800 million pretty quickly. So before making this movie – they made a movie on Netflix called The Mitchells versus The Machines. Okay. It's an animated movie. It's goofy. It's silly. I'm sliding. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> but it uh, did not come out in theaters because it was a Netflix movie. It came out during COVID. Yeah. Super cool movie. Really funny. Recommend it if you like this animation style because you could see them experimenting in Mitchells versus The Machines of what they're going to do with this. So yeah. they use something a little bit smaller to kind of give this uh, – more of a refined look basically nice cool well, any other closing thoughts we got to wrap this one up um just uh great power great responsibility oh my god okay guys well this was spider-man across <laughs> the spider-verse if you have not seen it yet 100 percent, go check this out it is probably one of the best spider-man movies that there are Ever. um yeah and it it really just hits on so many of them so guys if you are into it check it out and enjoy it um we are going to be finishing up we have a couple more episodes this month and then october we are getting right in to our halloween time guys we are going to be sending out your shirts very soon um we are recording this early so be cozy yeah so um make sure if you haven't gotten your shirt yet dm us and we will um We'll send you with the Venmo so we can uh, do an exchange, and then we will send out your shirt so you guys can rep it during the Halloween season. Um, So also go follow us on all of our social platforms. Give us five stars, and we will see you next week. That's a clean slate.